Hi, this is Rob Metris and Jeff Brody with the Two Big Telecom Guys podcast. Today, we're going to talk about the mobile landscape. And Jeff, what do we mean by mobile landscape? Just well, Rob, plethora? Yeah, it's, it's the whole gambit. It's, it's going to cover everything. We're going to talk about um, your voice, your applications, your devices, where, what the carriers are doing, where they're going, and most importantly, how you as a business and even a even a um, individual can harness this technology to make you more efficient and more effective. Excellent, Jeff. This podcast is brought to you by Code Fusion Communications Inc., the Greater Toronto's name to know for computer support, telecom services, and how to integrate your systems together seamlessly. CodeFusion is a Microsoft Small Business Specialist and a Microsoft Gold Certified Partner, as well as an Altigen Platinum Development Partner and Dealer. In the new landscape of mobile, I, I was in the grocery store the other day, and I saw the fellow at Potato Chip, and it looked like he was using an iPad, and he was tapping on his iPad. And I think he was doing all his orders and his other information like that and can move faster doing that than he could if he just did a tick box. How does that work? Is that working off the mobile network? It is working off the mobile network, most likely. I mean, it could be working off a Wi-Fi uh, connection in, if the store had one. But most likely, it's a it's using a, a 3G uh, wireless connection over your over the cellular network. And so, you're right in that he goes and, and ticks away through, and he can update the uh, inventory status in real time. So all of this information is it's faster, it's less expensive, and it's less time consuming. So you're you're you know, you've you've taken all and read it once and use it many times principle uh, uh, that is common in information technology and you've actually put it right out there in the field. When when we talk about uh speed of communications, I remember my uh, my first cell phone was a uh, a Rogers can tell. Uh, it was a TDMA phone, and then I went to a CDMA phone, and then I went to a GSM phone, and that GSM phone morphed into a 2G phone, which is now morphed into a 3G phone. Well, let's talk a little about those Gs and what, what's actually happening there. Well, what we're talking is we're we're moving from different generations of technology. The G stands for generation. First generation, second generation, and third generation. And each generation of technology, as we step up the ladder into the next generation, so from a 1G, um, on a 1G phone or first generation phone, your data transfers were very limited. You know, they were like um, dial-up modem speeds. You know, so you were getting um, 56K, maybe 100K 
uh, kilobits of, of data transfer. And then you were getting into, uh, by 2G, you were starting to get up into the, to the, uh, you know, the one megabit range. 3G, third generation technology is, is bringing in the wire line speed. And so what I mean by that is it's bringing in the same types of, of data transfer. And I'm, on the Gs, I'm specifically talking now about data transfer on the cell phone. So it's that ability to, to transfer your emails, your, uh, voice, your, your voicemails if you're using a, uh, a digital uh, a voice over IP phone system where you get your information, videos, that information. How fast does that travel over the line? Well, if you're at home and you're using um, ADSL um, or you're using cable, you're getting a connection that's anywhere from one megabit downstream to you up to 50 megabits downstream to you now. So, you know, in, in the U.S., uh, there's Fios that's available um, from the carrier. You know, in Canada, we've got five, and it's at 20, 30, 40, 50 megabit connections. And, and what we're doing, so back to the mobile, is that we're starting to see speeds that were with the, in the DSL, in the cable days when we had a 3 meg or a 5 meg connection, that's what we're seeing on the third generation of the data networks on cell phones. So it's that really now, it's the ability to have that level of mobility to be the, as wired when you're mobile. And the cost of doing that is, 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 has come down to where it's, it's easy to use today. When you think of that um, as a purchaser, whether you're buying from um, the changes in the landscape uh, of the band, uh, the bands that are available uh, have changed uh, drastically, um, and the number of processors that are uh, people that are selling those services have gone up because of competition. I gather on all of this bandwidth and the towers and everything, it's really still uh, one or two or three carriers that are actually carrying all the traffic, but smaller carriers are reselling that traffic on the on the big wide service across the country, whether in the u s or canada I, I gather that the investment by the the mainline wireline companies as well as the mobile companies supports that uh, infrastructure. That's, I mean, that, that's right. I mean, in, in Canada, you know, so for instance, uh, Bell, uh, Bell Mobility is one of the players here. And Bell Mobility is brand, like, is resold, uh, services are resold by President's Choice, uh, Virgin Mobile, and on and on and on. Like, there's, there's a plethora of, uh, names that you will see that service sold under. Kudo Mobile. So what these organizations are doing is they're bulk buying, so they're wholesale buying the service, and then they're reselling it under a bulk committed buying agreement so that they're giving you wholesale rates from the incumbent mobile carrier. And there's the same, you know, uh, Rogers, TELUS, and Bell all have um, organizations that are reselling their networks. And this year in Canada, we've had um, four new mobile providers 
and these are mostly metro-based phone services uh, where most of the uh, tele the new the new telephone carriers come out. So in Toronto, we've got a company called Mobilicity, another company called Win Mobile. Um, there's another two companies that were, one was launched in in Quebec, and Quebec Corps launched a uh, a mobile company there. And these are are bringing out the next generation of phones. So they're moving into the uh, the a larger spectrum, so the the, the airwaves that the uh, voice transmits over, and they're delivering higher speeds for data transfer as well. And because they're, I'm calling them a metro-based phone service, so they have a footprint that you're using these phones in, they're able to deliver these services to you at a lower cost because their investment has been geographically limited to the size of that metropolitan area. So in the greater Toronto area, it's, it's a sizable footprint, about a, a 50 to 70 mile radius, um, you know, whereas uh, some of the other cities would be smaller. So they're able to bring these services out and then bring them the cost of the services down towards wireline costs. You know, my residential home phone line is going to cost me $40 a month in January, according to Bell Canada. And my internet service is 40 bucks a month. So you combine those two together, that's $80. Well, I can get pretty much an unlimited um, metro phone for 80 bucks a month that's wireless as well. So, wow. and, you know, me as a as just an individual, not just not a business, but I'm talking about a residential user could go get themselves an unlimited, you know, a virtual unlimited data package and phone package. For and I, I, get, I gather in the U.S. with the uh, Verizon uh, delivering both cable TV uh, on flyoffs, delivering internet, delivering the uh, uh, the telephone, as well as connecting those all with mobile. Uh, that's driving uh, driving consolidation in that industry too, which tends often to mean uh, bad things for consumers because we, with less competitors out there, we end up uh, with a natural uh, chance for the larger people uh, to charge you charge you more money because they can get away with it. Yeah, you know, it's a bit of the the sheep and wolf's clothing, you know. People are hungry right now for something new, something different, right? And I mean, our, our neighbors to the south, you know, have been uh, enjoying much more competitive and still do, you know, have significantly lower communications costs than we have here in Canada. You know, my cell phone bill for um, eight users is a thousand bucks a month, where, you know, a friend of mine, has uh, seven users and, and has better better plans than I have, and he's roughly around three hundred dollars a month. So I'm still paying three, four to five times as much money for less service here in Canada. So that's what these new providers are bringing to us. So what it means is that yes, less more services from one provider gets you tighter locked to that provider. So that there's there's that uh, prospensity, you know. I'm thinking about my economics training. That 
you're going to stay longer because now you're getting your telephone service, you're getting your internet service, you're getting your TV service, you know, and 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 I've had I've had that experience with the uh, with the cable company when they have bundled all the services, throwing in ten ten percent discounts on each service as I add an additional service, and then making me a special VIP customer, and. Uh, the cost for me then when I have all four of my services with one carrier uh, is much lower, but I'm locked in over a period of time to that carrier, and I'm locked in uh, usually at the same rates, but uh, I don't get all the new stuff unless I buy up. So, it, you know, I, I think the carriers are taking uh, a good uh, advantage of the, of the consumer market. But from a, from a business market, uh, from business mobile, you know, uh, there was that uh, process of, I think it was called Mike. Uh, it was a different, it was bought in Canada. Uh, I know what Sprint has it in the U.S. It's, it's yeah, a Sprint and Verizon have it yeah. in the U.S. It's that direct... Um, walkie-talkie feature between cell phones. Yeah, is that uh, what are you? What are we seeing in the landscape for businesses uh, with mobile? Um, mobile offices, mobile. Uh, you know, are are they? Do you expect devices the way that cell phones are ubiquitous uh, for teenagers and for the general population to become a device like a an iPad or a similar tablet device, ubiquitous uh, for the population, the business population with all sorts of different applications on the uh, on the devices. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, the enterprise is, is, is going to rapidly adopt into this technology. And the, the support staff, the, the support infrastructure that goes around this are really going to have to deal with a bunch of technology that they may not be prepared to support, which means that an organization could be in a position where they're, you know, if someone's walking into your organization with a a device that has a hundred and, I mean, today you walk in, some, if you allow someone to plug in a uh, one of these players, be it a an iPod, a Zoom, or whatever it is that has a hundred and sixty gigabyte hard disk on it. And if these people have free reign of your your network, you know, or mobile phones with 32 gig and 64 gigabytes of storage that they can, if they can synchronize into your network, they can they can walk off with a heck of a lot of intellectual property. And the, the key is, you know, people think that oh well, the the biggest threat is that oh my communications is insecure. No, the biggest threat is the hidden threat is that your information is walking out of your your business every day on these these massive storages of information and if they're not protected and secured properly and I think that a lot of the um, IT departments are not plumbed and geared and, and, and aware of the threat that is sitting under their nose in these things. So yes, the enterprise is adopting this technology. We're seeing iPads come in. We're seeing, um, you know, this this year, we're, you know, Google has introduced a tablet um, BlackBerry has introduced a tablet. The the Microsoft Windows 7 tablet is here. So all these tablet devices that 
you know, are the sub thousand dollar devices, and they're all going to be 3G and Wi-Fi, and and you know, now want to become part of your enterprise infrastructure so that you bring this mobility with you. So that ideally, we want to make the the uh, users more productive, but at the same time, we need to make sure that we're secured. And and I I, I you know, if you're President Obama, you have a secure BlackBerry. But the rest of us don't have that kind of service. Um, how do you secure? How will we the landscape build for security um, for our services? You know that um, I, I think BlackBerry is probably one of the, the has done some good things in the enterprise for a security perspective. Um, I'm not necessarily a big fan of the device, but you know, with the BlackBerry Enterprise Server. And when you have that enterprise server, the ability to uh, send the poison pill, if you will, or that remote kill to be able to wipe the phone. Now, if you're running a BlackBerry and you don't have that enterprise server, then you need to go out and seek out and get an application and install it that gives you that type of ability to wipe the data on the phone. If you're using a device like a Windows Mobile or an iPhone, that is synchronized with a with a Microsoft Exchange server, a 2007 or 2010 Exchange server. You have the ability, if you're using the Active Sync, to go in as a user and wipe the data if you lose your phone. So I had an engineer who lost a phone, called me up and said, I, I lost my phone, I need to cancel it. And I said, okay, you know, log in and under your uh, Outlook Anywhere and wipe the data on the device and I'll call in and cancel the phone service. So the, the, you, you, there are some protections? There are some protections. Not everybody's thinking about them. The majority of people are not. And you think about the intellectual property that's sitting on your phone. You've got your email. Uh, you know, if you've got visual voicemail, you may have voicemail files on here. 60 gigabyte phone, you're probably carrying, you know, a 64 gigabyte storage on your smartphone or 32 gig. You may have your entire business plan or project documents on there. So you you're putting yourself at risk. You know, I, I recommend anybody who has a smartphone that when I turn your phone on, if I the first thing I'm not prompted with is a pin to log into your phone, you're at risk. Period. Well, that seems to be good advice, Jeff. And I think we've we've covered a fair bit of the landscape uh, at this time, and we'll we'll probably uh, come back to this in the future on our our podcast because there there are a lot of uh, issues in terms of integration, in terms of what supplier, and and I think our listeners uh, will probably want to know a bit more, or we should tell them a bit more about some of the, the ups and the downs because, you know, as classic early adopters, uh, we get we get cut on the bleeding edge and we, we're out there to uh, make sure uh, our friends and listeners uh, don't get on the bleeding edge but stay on the leading edge. Well, to get more information on our podcast, on the web, go to www twobigtelecomguys.com. If you're interested in learning how to run your business faster, easier, with more profit, go to 
www.codefusion.com or call Code Fusion Communications at 1-877-335-9390, toll free, and we'll answer any questions you may have. Remember, Code Fusion is here to help you with your technology concerns, telecommunication concerns, network security, and other office solutions. You can subscribe to our podcast in iTunes, on Podcast Alley, a number of other podcast services, or go to the website at twobigtelecomguys.com. And by pressing on the RSS subscribe button on the right-hand column of the screen, you can automatically subscribe and receive this podcast on your iPod, your Zune, your laptop, your smartphone, or your computer, wherever and whenever you want to. Well, Jeff, what are we going to talk about in our next episode? Well, Rob, in our next episode, we're going to talk about Unified Communications, UC, which um, is the big the big buzz in the industry right now. So uh, Microsoft Unified Communications Server is a, is a uh, unified communications play. And how this um, product is moving into the enterprise and bringing voice, video, data conferencing, and uh, voice services, the ability to listen to your emails, reply to your emails over your phone, as well as bring more productivity such as uh, video conferencing and teleconferencing to an organization. As always, we can serve you better if you let us know what is on your mind. What are your biggest technology questions, telecommunications questions? Go to our blog at twobigtelecomguys.com and leave us your comments. We want to hear from you so that we can provide you with better information to meet your needs. Well, until the next episode of the Two Big Telecom Guys, I'm Rob Metris. And I'm Jeff Brody with the Two Big Telecom Guys. <laughs>